0: following thoughts opinions stories and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them if you don't we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 questions Peace. in three two one what's going on folks welcome to 34 questions i'm your host 34 and today i have a very special guest mr jesse inukalia is in the building how you doing,
1: boss? I'm doing good, man. How are you?
0: I'm doing good, man. Doing good. It's a, it's a Wednesday. Glad to get over <laughs> the hump. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Just looking forward to the, what, what I always do every week. Look forward to the weekend. Um, but yeah, yeah, doing well. Uh, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, do some intro questions, form up questions, set the tone, and afterwards, jump into the main interview, where I guess can either choose their lucky numbers or the of fate, then after that, we'll close it out You close-out questions. Sound good to you, Jesse? Sounds good to me. All right, man. Well, my very first question for you is, how have you been? You know, it's very simple, but everybody <laughs> kind of takes it in different levels. Uh, but yeah, whatever you feel comfortable sharing with, let me know how you've been, man.
1: Yeah, man. It's been dude so like i'm sure like everybody's been saying the past two years have been a drag like i remember because like two years ago In 2019, I was traveling all over the United States for, like, conventions for Dragon Prince, and I was, like, hanging out with my friends on the beach in Hawaii at, like, a convention event, and we're all just like, oh, this is gonna be so great that we're, you know, we're all together, this is so much fun, we've got, like, years of this ahead, and then boom, like, (laughs) everything shuts down, and everything gets real dark real fast, and, um yeah like for a while there especially because like i work in entertainment right like for for a good month maybe in march of last year no one had any idea what was going to happen and no one had any idea what was going to happen next and in a way it's it's all been it's it's been nice for me to be able to just like take the time to, like, reconnect with my center and reconnect with, like, my family and check in on stuff that I know is important to me. And while while it's been uh, uh, an interesting transition for, like, the entertainment industry, you know, I'm working from home a lot with my home studio. I'm, like, Vancouver's nice because studios are open again, so I'm working re- relatively regularly. And, you know, it's been nice to... Uh, To check back in on shit, you know, and to kind of just figure out where I'm at and what I want and refocus away from, like, just constant nonstop hustle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no. Sure. Um, But you were able to kind of recharge.
1: Yeah. 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 It's been because, like, for the longest time, man, I, like, I was so sure that I was extroverted. (laughs) (laughs) okay okay yeah yeah (laughs) and then like you know over the past couple years you know it's been i've been trying to get out there more and do stuff more and you know try and get get more things going for myself and i realized i was exhausted all the time (laughs) and i never really thought much about it i was just like yo like what's what's going on like you used to be able to do this what's going on and then i started to realize like oh yeah i just like I just kind of want to be at home and like hanging out with my dog or hanging out with my partner or like playing video games or something (laughs) no i got you i
0: got you do you think so i feel you because i i used to think or i guess i still kind of think i'm an extrovert but um how much of is that you think is due to just you know maturing and getting older you know it's like less of the outside more of the inside (laughs)
1: oh for sure for sure for sure man like when i was in my 20s you know it was it was not a problem but i am a 36 year old man this year (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. it's it's so funny it i i have a i have an acquaintance in la who has like a banner in her living room like one of those party banners usually says like happy birthday whatever but it says please leave by nine (laughs) and i'm like shit i want that for my house dude (laughs) I got you. My, my homie just posted a meme
0: that was like, Can we normalize starting parties at 6 p.m. instead of 9 p.m.? Hell yeah. <laughs>
1: Hell
0: yeah we can. <laughs> but yeah, maybe that, I, I think that has a little something to do with our age, but who knows? I mean, the world For is sure. changing. The world is changing. Maybe these kids are, are digging, you know, sleeping early too.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Man. Man it was just it was i just remember those days as being like yeah i had a lot of fun but like shit i was tired all the time again (laughs) i got
0: you uh aside from being like you know more intro extroverted in your 20s to you know now your 30s what other change have you kind of seen yourself go through from 20s to 30 because i'm 31 Mm -hmm. and i feel like things have been changing in my mind my focus is changing so for yourself anything you noticed
1: yeah well i mean one thing one thing that comes immediately to mind just because we were kind of chatting about it before the record right was like when i was in my 20s and i was like trying to make a name for myself as an actor and really not having a whole lot of success and shit i i was really looped into some really really toxic mindsets not just in regards to like the industry but in terms of like how I wanted to be perceived by the industry right Mm. because like I remember coming up through acting school and being told all the time that like you know oh there's no roles for Filipinos just like play up the play up your white side or like you know oh you should learn Spanish because you're gonna audition for a lot of like Mexican roles or Latin or Latin roles and you know when you're in your 20s and you're like trying to make a name for yourself and you're trying to stop fucking like moving boxes or bartending or whatever like you you buy it and the, the reason that sparked in my mind is because like i remember i used to i never used to correct people on the pronunciation of my last name production casting whomever just because like you know they're all white and i was like oh that's easy that's white people shit like they'll they'll just i'll they'll just pronounce it however and i'll know. And I didn't realize like that. It seems like just a small thing, but it. it I didn't realize how much that had kind of like fucking brainwashed me. You know, that like that's okay, and that those little, not intentional disrespect at all. Of course, they don't. They don't know. But those little acts of like personal disrespect towards myself were doing to me.
0: Gotcha. What well, What would you say was doing to you? Because I, I want to ask because I, I feel yeah. like I, I relate to it. My my real name is Jan, like Jan Brady, yeah. Jan Sport. And I, I have gotten so tired of, you know, explaining how to spell it, how to pronounce it. Uh, so I, I've shortened it to, like, I would say my past couple of jobs, I would just tell people, call me Jay. I'd say, like, <laughs> I want to keep it like yeah. that. And maybe I haven't come to that realization like you have, but yeah, how's that? I, know. I mean,
1: for me, it was just like... <laughs> because like in acting you know and thank god it's changing a little bit but even still not that much like there hasn't been filipino stuff and i have never like i have never seen myself or somebody like me on tv or in movies or whatever unless it's like dante bosco and hook or something right yeah yeah (laughs) bless the homie but you know that's it (laughs) i feel you i feel you and like for me i i just thought like what i had to do the only way i could get by was to conform was to just like make it make it as easy as possible don't stick up too much don't stand up too much because then you'll be seen as like difficult or you'll be seen as um uh hard to work with or you'll be seen as any one of those things right and i was just like oh i don't want to do that because like I, I I want to work <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I don't know man as I've gotten older and as I've kind of you know started to get more in touch with my community my people you know like I, I've started I've stopped caring particularly if fucking some rando white casting director gets me mm-hmm. and I'm just like out here doing my thing and vibing cause like that works for me you know like not just not just for my career i mean i don't i don't give a shit if it's up in my career at this point but it just feels better for me it feels more authentic to me that you know my only cuz like my my dad my dad's filipino and he was you know he and my mom broke up when i was like 13 and i still saw him a lot but you know i didn't have a lot of touchstones with my with like a whole side of my 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 own heritage yeah. so i had like i had like you know some some handful of books that i read and like i my dad is a grandmaster martial artist so i teach filipino martial arts i teach our niece which has been dope but that's all i ever had and i came to realize more and more like shit just by like just by that small act of not allowing myself to go by what my name actually is was like it's like fucking colonizer mentality you know yeah 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 Ah, Now I feel bad (laughs) (laughs) It's like It's everyone's journey too right Like like, You you gotta do what feels right for you And for me like Because it was just a matter of People mispronouncing my name That's all it was It was just like you know i get in the room And they'd be like Jesse you know You know Kala and I'm like yeah sure That'll do that's fine whatever
0: Yeah i got you man i got you thank thank you for sharing oh my pleasure Um, my pleasure i I think we could dive in really deep into that as far as uh you know identity or like cultural identity um Mm -hmm. you know i i was born in the philippines but i came out here in california when i was like four but i never Mm -hmm. really felt like you know if i'm in the philippines they consider me american been in America, yeah totally like Filipino so it's like where where, where am I <laughs> really from you know oh yeah for uh, so, real for real for real yeah so you know I, I've been telling people I'm just a global citizen you know like you know, <laughs> <laughs> which you know kind of serves you know my perspective that we're all connected and we're all one type of thing but um yeah no it's it's interesting because like even now I don't I don't know the true like effect it has on me you know of, mm-hmm. of people Seeing me or perceiving me that way, because um, when when I do go, I don't know if you ever been to the motherland, but uh it's uh, it feels homey. Like it feels like oh, this is. It's, I feel like the I'm the majority instead of the minority. You know, it's yeah, a very different feeling.
1: Um, I haven't I haven't had the opportunity to go back yet. I mean, I've I've mostly it's just been like finding time and schedules and money primarily, but sure. like. I remember two years ago when my my partner and I were in Hawaii for for Comic Con. She's also Filipino, and like we were walking around and we were just like, "Holy shit, dude! There's people like us here." Yeah, man. I'm,
0: and that's probably like you know since you haven't been to the motherland, that's like the closest kind of feeling you've got. Yeah, Hawaii's dope because of that. You know, we're all islanders. <laughs> 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 definitely uh yeah this feels comfortable and like the connection is there without even having to say it you know but yeah i hear you i'm sorry we gotta uh move on to some no 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 please by all means um so these are the official warmer questions the first one is what would you like the audience to know about um for the folks out there who don't know it's our first time meeting first time conversing yeah so yeah we'd like to know about you
1: uh let's see I uh, I don't, like, professionally, I'm a voice actor. Um, my big stuff right now is, like, The Dragon Prince on Netflix. Um, I did, like, I'm the voice of Spider-Ham for some Marvel series, which is pretty fun. Um, yeah, like, all that shit's on my website, Um I teach Filipino martial arts. I i teach voice acting which has been super rewarding just like it's not a path i thought my career would ever take me and just like teaching but it's really fucking cool and it's really rewarding um yeah and like i i really 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 firmly believe that we are in a place in space and time and in history where things could change so beautifully if we all just you know put our minds to it, if we all just work together and make it happen,
0: I hear you, man. I feel like this is the next Renaissance, you know where we're getting there, where, yeah. Where everybody kind of has the ability to kind of get into anything that they wish to do if they, you know, had the discipline and interest. Yeah, yeah, you, the, the youth coming up right now, man. It's like you have the power in your in your hands, like
1: <laughs> you know, it's, and they're it's, also smart, dude like the kids the kids are fucking i mean it's a it's a cliche but the kids are all right <laughs>
0: <laughs> well how, how do you think they're they're like this new generation is different from, from previous generation
1: man like i've had i've had the opportunity to teach a lot of like the the zillennials or the gen z guys whatever they're calling themselves these days <laughs> and they are all so thoughtful And so connected and so, like, aware of everything going on and so progressive, which is really beautiful to see. And, like, they see that shit hasn't been going right for years, for years and years. And it feels so cool to be able to watch them experience that and grow and, like, be be firebrands for change, you know? like i remember when when i was a kid like i didn't know jack shit about the world it's <laughs> <laughs> like let me just figure out this right here what's in yeah let me, me figure out like my block and then i'll figure out the world <laughs> whereas the kid whereas like you know gen z nowadays the world is their block you know
0: yeah yeah i hear I, I work with uh, high school students right now and i'm, I'm trying to continue that but I, I agree with you man they uh they're down to have deep conversations with me and that's why <laughs> i think that's why I'm, I'm back working with students just because um we do have that similarity of thinking that we're all one and you know this is a global yeah. community whatever happens in, the, in america or canada or anywhere else affects everybody else um, for real and and i wonder well i feel like i know for a fact it's because of the internet we have technology in our hands because before yeah. you know like even if I call someone in another country, it's not like I see the news or, you know, I can see the social climate in their country. So, yeah, no, I think I think these kids are going to do something special. And yeah. I guess I'm just hoping to be you know, one of the adults in their lives. Like, like oh, yeah, I remember when that guy uh, you know <laughs> told me this or reminded me about this. Uh, so Fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers That's crossed, asked. man. Uh, I my personal question to you is yeah, how much uh, how much do you charge for your voice,
1: voice acting lessons <laughs> <laughs> man so like my uh, i'm like i'm 100 an hour for like just audition coaching and shit i do um i do offer like reduced rates for like um progressive coaching uh you know half hours 15 minutes if they need it right but mm-hmm. generally like and i i'm willing to work too with um Because I, man, I dealt with so much fucking gatekeeping in this industry. (laughs) What's what's that mean, gatekeeping? Yeah, so just like, you know, voiceover has traditionally been a very small community. And historically, not to speak ill of anyone, because I certainly don't mean to in this case, it's been a very small community of older white performers. And there are people fucking pushing through there's guys like eric bauza who is filipino canadian who's bugs bunny man it's like bugs bunny and donald duck and like all these guys what? and yeah dude he's yes. dope he's so fucking cool yeah
0: i'm gonna have to check that out yeah yeah
1: yeah and there's like you know other other there's loads of performers of color now but even like when i was coming up when i was starting to come up it was it was really hard to be seen as to be seen for anything when you know they've got their same stable of like 10 older white guys who they just hire for everything yeah and you know being an acting teacher i see so many other acting i see so many acting teachers not other acting teachers necessarily who are just like you know oh you gotta do these classes if you want to make it big or you gotta get this demo done if you want to get make it big or whatever and i don't i don't think that's true Mm -hmm. you know i think everyone's got their own path and i think especially with the internet being what it is and like fuck i i recorded a video game for the uk three weeks ago from my home studio from like my closet my closet studio over there You know, I've got another one that I'm doing next week for a developer in uh, on the East Coast from my studio (laughs) right there. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) You know, I think there's so much opportunity to be had and I don't think there is one path to success anymore. And I even see now on Twitter, like a lot of the old dogs are still like, yo, you need to be in a major hub. You need to. Uh, I have professional demos done by a studio or whatever you need to get an agent you need to put in the work and the hours and shit and I'm like yeah you did Mm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that you know some someone in like Michigan or something can't start a successful voiceover career from Michigan just by like auditioning for independent games or independent audio or like audio books or shit because they can't and they have and I've seen it <laughs> yeah
0: like honestly I didn't even think about those different opportunities you kind of list there you know when people think of voice acting at least I yeah traditionally think of animation or you know for like, sure yeah um chosen in that sense. I, I do overlook, you know, audiobooks because for some reason I think audiobooks are read by the person who wrote it. You know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: for but, sure.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's interesting, man. And yeah. I, another thing I relate to, you know, you're saying everyone has their own path to success. You know, just doing this podcast, man, I feel like I've gotten so much feedback of what I should be doing, how I should be going about it. And totally, you know, something is just, what, and I'm trying to be open to it because I feel like I'm a very stubborn person and you know I think <laughs> yeah. everything I'm doing is the right way of doing things. Yeah. Uh, so I gave it a chance to kind of like, all right, they tell me like what, for an example, they tell me release one episode per week and keep to that standard because you want it to have space to breathe, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So I did that for a while until you know it really felt like there would be this big delay between like if we recorded now I wouldn't be able to release the episode until six months from now and that didn't feel right it didn't fit well with my spirit so it's one of the things that I kind of backtracked on and you know I've only been doing this thing for like eight months now and uh, yeah so there's a lot of changes I don't think if you were a fan and seeing <laughs> myself like release these things then it's, there's no consistency right now I think I'm, yeah. I'm still in that early stages of figuring it all out um, but yeah, no, I'm very, too. I'm very like with finding your own path to success, um, cause like you could be open to so much advice and then it just gets jumbled up, you know.
1: Or, yeah. Or, or like. Or you, it's just like it's luck, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just There's luck sometimes. <laughs>
0: and, I, and I don't want to believe that, you know. Like I want to believe. <laughs> hard work. And patience will get you there. But yeah, man, a lot of it. And so do
1: I. (laughs) I had a teacher. I had a teacher I was studying with once quite recently, actually, who uh, said to us like the final thing he told us in our class was like, hey, like. You got to love what you do and you got to be in this for the art of it, because if you if you aren't, you're going to be disappointed because, you know, we only book. So many times a year, and we have no control over whether or not we book. All we have control over is our output, is our art. So we gotta, we gotta be honest to the art and do the art, and hopefully it'll resonate with somebody because that's what art does.
0: (laughs) That's a good reminder, man. Something I always gotta tell myself that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I've done things previous to this where I wasn't for the art, and I was just Mm -hmm. like, well. I have to move on I gotta do something different but yeah, yeah. I'm glad to find something now that I really feel like it's true to alright man second question of the warm up yeah please is uh if I were to do something in your honor like a way to express the energy you possess what could I do?
1: oh shit that's good <sighs> live fearlessly live fearlessly Gotcha. gotcha.
0: Yeah. Now we know. We know what we yeah. can do for you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this question exists because I feel like there's so many times we don't get that answer from the people that post us. Those yeah. what that I do to honor them,
1: you know? I live fearlessly. Ooh, yeah,
0: that's, man. that's a hard one, too. <laughs>
1: it's hard. Yeah. It's real hard, <laughs> you know? Because I think, like, I know so many people, myself included, you know, I have spent a lot of my life. Up to this point, at least, you know, just being afraid of shit and shit that I don't control or that I shouldn't be scared of, you know, like rejection or like um, change or anything. Right. And, you know, we, we need to the only way that we can be undeniable in our work and be undeniable in our souls and in who we are is to just try and discard as much of that fear as we can mm. and like there's always gonna be fear like that's just that's life but we can we can either meet it with bravery or we can meet it with cowardice you know
0: i had uh someone tell me a teacher actually was like fear is the only thing that gets smaller as you get closer how do you, yeah. how do you feel about the statement i think it's true
1: I, I like that man i like that a lot it's like it's like you know you hear you hear a scary noise in your apartment at night, and you're like, oh shit, am I being burgled or something? And then oh, yeah. you like get a flashlight and you're like, oh, it's a mouse.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you don't get up and check it out, then it just stays in your mind, like it could be for sure anything, right? <laughs> <It> just, <laughs> that, that fear kind of grows if you don't confront it. Uh, yeah, I hear you. And uh, my my last question for you in the warm up yeah. is, on a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself?
1: Oh shit! (laughs) I want to be—I want to be cocky and say like an eight, but probably like a seven and a half. Okay, okay, don't worry, man. Seven, seven and a half. Yeah,
0: uh, that's—I would say the most common answer. Uh, (laughs) Why, why
1: seven and a half for you or eight? (laughs) I think well, like I've spent—I've spent a lot of time. Like, cause I, I recognize that, you know, in previous iterations of myself, I was not being true to my, true to me or true to my core or true to what I want. And I know, you know, that there are every reason in the world for it, but I I know that I've spent time in examination of that in myself and in meditation of that in myself and in meditation of how to be better and how to do better and, and everything. And i'm at a point now where when i see myself falling back into old habits i can catch them and i'm like yo you need to what are you what the fuck are you doing bro like get your shit together but i also know that there are times when i catch myself falling back into old habits but it's like the next day Mm, after the fact (laughs) it's after the fact where I'm just like fuck I could have been doing this or I could have this or I could have whatever right and I mean I think part of that comes from dealing with you know my own my own uh uh mental state you know I deal with anxiety I deal with depression and I know that I know that in some of those cases it's just like you know oh you were feeling depressed so of course you didn't get up and do whatever it is you're supposed to do but i also have to wonder if sometimes that's an excuse you know it's tough man yeah yeah it's real tough i think at least for me i
0: justify my actions and my yeah my failures by uh saying it's balance. you know it's that life, life is all about balance you know even if you feel like you're doing a really great job and you're doing all these things you're gonna have that time where you i know for myself it's I still have habits, and I don't know if I consider them, you know, bad habits, <laughs> just to make <laughs> myself feel better. <laughs> sure, <laughs> they they are my habits, and that's something I recognize. And but like, you know, it's for me, it's about my self control. Uh, yeah, and I think that's the only thing I can kind of make myself feel better because it's hard. It's hard for me to drop those bad habits. Um, so, lessening it, is pretty much my goal. Being yeah, able to stay. All right, this is a time and place for everything. So oh, yeah. this is how I should, how much shouldn't. And yeah, I mean it's a constant uh constant thing that I work. Working right Uh, And uh my follow-up question is what yeah. would you say is your favorite thing about your personality?
1: Man, this is this is a question where like my answer would change every 5 years going back in my life but at you. this point i would say my favorite thing about my personality is my kindness
0: mm. I got you. would you say yeah. you've always been kind or is that something that you kind of grew into
1: or i would say i've always been just in denial in I the see. past you know like it's those it's those real shitty structures of like you know growing up you know as a as a man you know i fuck i tell my students all the time we're not um we're not encouraged as men to feel stuff ever unless it's like anger or happiness nothing else (laughs) and even happiness is like you get you can get to like and that's it. <laughs> you yeah, need you feel like a smile. little smile, and then you're good. But yeah, like I recognize in my, I I know for a fact that like in my in my earlier days, like that is not something I would have ever claimed that I was proud of. But you know, just because it felt like admitting weakness, right? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I uh, I think I'm more conscious now because I used to like. Hold in my tears when I watch uh, I, well, I assume a lot of TV shows, movies. And when there's a scene that just like you know fucks at my heart, I'm usually yeah, just yeah. sort of stone faced, not trying to. For me. real, me too. And then now I'm just all like, man, fuck it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, a, maybe I need to cry because it's the only shit that makes me cry. You know, like nothing else yeah. is gonna
1: make me cry except yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a scene, and right? Isn't now. that? They feel so fucked up, right? That like sometimes, because I know I've been exactly there, where like. I was just like, oh shit, this is the only thing in the world that elicits this feeling out of me. What does that say about me? That's a trip, man. I didn't even think about it yet. As I've gotten, as I've gotten like chiller, I guess, for lack of better phrasing, I'm now like, okay, there's, I allow myself that emotion, but it took forever to get there. Oh yeah. And it's still a journey, you know?
0: Like, I don't know if, um, you know, you you have any children or anything but I think that's gonna be the important part like a wisdom that we can impart to the next generation too right like be open with me like, I know you're a kid and like you don't gotta do it with anybody else but I I gotta model it too to you and things Um and it's funny I, I had talked to one of my old co-workers and he was telling me how his dad was the kind of dude who would just would, would cry all the time like when it yeah. came to the movies and stuff and he's from india and he told me in india like that's a common thing like at least in his in his neighborhood or his city it was like mm-hmm. a lot of fathers or a lot of dudes are, are emotional and no one gives it a bad like you know uh rep, like a bad rep basically oh yeah. they're too sensitive or oh they're not a real man there's nothing like that going on in india so i'm like oh man I guess that kind of sucks that <laughs> I grew up in America where that that's kind of shunned upon you know Yeah. Uh, but yeah had another question and it like oh shit it, it left my mind but it's all good uh, We made it to the main portion of the interview there and, we are uh, yeah uh, would you like to choose your lucky numbers or would you like to turn to the wheel of fate
1: I'm gonna turn to the wheel of fate man that sounds right. fun let's do
0: it so, let me give it a spin and just a uh, heads up each number has an easy, medium, hard. So right. you could start, you know, easy where however you want to go. Okay. Got number 29. 29. Easy, medium, or hard? Medium. Medium 29. What would you say is out of your control? Ooh.
1: <laughs> uh, shit. I mean, kind of like I was saying earlier, my career. Plainly. Mm-hmm like i i i love what i do i believe myself to be an artist in my work i'm incredibly proud of the work that i do and i've i have seen how my work as frivolous as it is and i i believe it is frivolous ultimately in a lot of ways i i've seen how it affects people and how it it changes people and how it makes people really happier. It makes people cry or whatever. And I think that's really beautiful. But I also recognize I have no fucking control over the scope of whatever media it is that I get to do, uh, how it gets out there, who sees it necessarily, or if it has a cultural impact or if it's anything beyond, um, beyond, you know, just all of us in a booth. Briefly, <laughs> working together.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I kind of want to ask: Has there ever yeah, been a please. time where uh, you had a script where it it didn't really fit with your, your either your, um, your personal values and views? Yeah. But
1: you had to do it. It was your job. Um, oh sure. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And yeah. like, I I justify it to myself because it is my job. And in some of those cases, like. <laughs> There's one gig in particular I can think of where like it wasn't even that the thing was against my values. It just it just like killed my soul to do because it was so, so just banal. It was so like I was going in every because this was like a weekly gig. I was going in every Friday to do my thing. And I'm just like, they're not paying me enough to do this shit. This drives me insane. And I can't believe I'm still doing it. But, you know, we... (laughs) Unfortunately, we all got to work to survive and uh, it was what I was doing at the time. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh,
0: I'm curious about how long you've been at it. You've been, you know... Yeah. First off, was when did you know that this was a career for you and, you know, you were like, let me put my eggs in this best?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've always loved performing. I've always loved acting. I, you know, I all through... My dad was kind of pivotal in it all because my dad was is a grandmaster martial artist and when I was 10 he got hired to do the stunts for Michelangelo on Ninja Turtles 3
0: holy crap <laughs>
1: yeah right yeah, yeah. so um my whole family me my mom my brother my dad were we moved down to oregon to seaside seaside oregon where they were shooting the film for a summer we were there for two three months anyway and i was on set every day with him and it was so fucking cool dude like they built a whole like coastal japanese village on the oregon seacoast man (laughs) And I, you know, they needed kids. So they like put me in a little kimono and put my hair up in a top knot. And I was an extra on the thing. And I ended up doing like a handful of stunts that I don't know. They didn't make it into the film for sure. I don't remember how many of them got shot, but I ended up being asked to do a handful of stunts for like the main boy in it. And ever since then, I was like, you can you can do this you can like play pretend and get money for it (laughs) there's like a whole a whole like way of living i never even considered so you know when i when i grew up more i suppose when i got out of high school i went to acting school and even all throughout high school i was like i was a theater kid man i was like you know pushing for shows and trying to be in as much as i could i was like i was like the head of my school's improv club like i really i i knew because i was just like i first off i don't like answering to people i'm not good at taking orders from people (laughs) i got you (laughs) so like yeah (laughs) so you know i never i never knew if um that was a viable future for me i knew it was something i could do but not something (laughs) i wanted to do and, yeah, I got through all acting school. And, you know, because my dad is a martial artist, I always wanted to be in action movies because I grew up watching them. And <laughs> I got out into the world, and one of my one of my teachers puts it really well. He says, like, you got out into the world, and the industry was like, great, what do we do with you? Yeah. And I was just like, shit, yeah, I had nothing. I, like, I had a commercial agent, and... <laughs> You know, I don't have a particularly commercial look, so I never worry about booking them because I don't. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I I just remember, you know, I was feeling real fucking low because I wasn't booking nothing. I wasn't auditioning for nothing. And my agent at the time happened to be friends with a man named Michael Dobson, who did a whole bunch of shit up here. He was like Leonardo on Ninja Turtles once. He was Cobra Commander. He was Starscream. He was like he's done everything and she was like yeah so my friend Michael has this workshop that uh, Spot opened up in do you want it and I was like for voiceover o- okay sure why not because I didn't again I hadn't thought voiceover was like a viable career I was just like oh those voices must come out of nowhere or whatever <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like I did the workshop and I was like holy shit this is this is the thing this is the thing I want to do because it doesn't matter how fucking tall you are, how, how nice your hair is, how nice your six-pack is or whatever, right? It's just like, can you do the job? Yeah, yeah. And that's what keeps me in it, you know?
0: I hear you, man. I hear you. And how? this might be too personal, but... No, please. How how many times you felt like you had it failed before you got to that point, you know? Where it's like... Is it, you were kind of, you know, mentioning how it was really tough to find your place in the industry yeah. until an opportunity so was it was it something where like something big happened one time and then you were like oh man my, my morale is pretty low right now yeah Or did it feel like it was consistent losses consistent health, you know yeah it's
1: it's a mix to be honest it's like every so often it's a big loss Every sometimes it's just like a series of smaller losses you know i had a This past year has been actually really wonderful for for film and TV auditioning because I don't do a whole lot of it. And, you know, casting has started looking for more people from home to do shit, which is great. I love it. But my agent, who I've been with, and I love her very much. I'm never leaving her. She's great. She just started sending me a whole bunch of auditions for like one-liners and no-liners and stuff. And I don't think I'm better than that. I'm not. But, man, like consistently auditioning for like Man at Avocado Truck or Man Number One or Scared Man or whatever can start to get at you and I had a call with her She, I submitted some tapes to her and she called me and she was like, Jesse, your tapes were really great, but can I ask you are you enjoying this? And I was just like you know what? No. No, I'm not and it wasn't for lack of effort i was trying to but i was just like shit like <laughs> i've been at this 12 years and you know they're they're auditioning me for like a reaction mm. Mm. and i know that's just the way the industry is sometimes and i know that's just how it is right now cuz they want to you know make sure everything is perfect for these little things <laughs> And that's the mindset I've since adopted, but it's still it's still demoralizing. Sure,
0: sure. Well, I'm glad that you know you found that that second wind, where right? you know yeah. the, the other other lane.
1: So yeah, like eighth like wind at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hear you man I hear you I'm uh, I'm probably at my my fifth right now so maybe it's gonna yeah. take it's gonna take my eighth win to, to finally land something but uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> man I hope it's only the fifth for you
0: <laughs> who knows who knows but uh, let's let's go ahead and take another yeah. spin real quick here we go all right uh, Ooh. number five number five you were right there at that border but, Damn. Uh, easy, medium or hard? I'll go medium again. Medium 5.
1: You consider yourself uh religious or spiritual at all? Hmm. Uh No to religious, yes to spiritual. Gosh, what's the distinction I, for you? For me, it's the uh the hierarchy, the rigidity of it, you know? Like <laughs> My mom is fucking we she spent her whole life believing she was Irish. Then she did like 23 and me and found out she was Scottish. But she grew up like hardcore Catholic. And like my dad is, of course, Filipino. So he he's not Catholic, but he was when he was a kid. But he never (laughs) opposed my mom taking us to church. So I grew up very Catholic. And I I found a lot of breaks with the church not only in like their social progressiveness but just in the in the uh, how to phrase like the the I don't want to say like the oppression of it all because it's not the oppression of it but the 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 authority of it the authority the authoritarianism of it that's what I'm looking for I got you yeah yeah it's all like you know you gotta you gotta pray up to this guy every single day and maybe if he likes you nice stuff will happen to you (laughs) and i was like what fuck that noise i don't care for that yeah and like no no shade or no hate to anybody who is religious like i know we all have our own different paths and you know certainly i don't i don't care what people do so long as it you know doesn't hurt anybody else really for sure for sure yeah man and
0: Oh no no please please go ahead. No
1: no, it's, it sounded
0: like you had another point. I
1: don't I don't want to interrupt. Oh, I was just know. gonna I was just gonna speak more on the on the spiritual side of things. Oh yeah, go for it yeah. Yeah. Um, you know I I you know I read uh, I read tarot cards for myself once in a while. I'll like, you know, I meditate. I I believe in. I don't think I believe in God, but. I think I believe in the universe as a whole.
0: You you hit that on the nose for me, man. For me, God yeah. and universe are synonymous. You know, yeah. if I'm praying to God, I'm praying to the universe, vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, man. And I think, you know, it's one of those things where, like, even the name God was man-made, you know? like, Yeah. Someone said, no, this is what we're calling him, or, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Like, all right well <laughs> and i think we need a name
1: for this guy uh god <laughs> all right run with it
0: <laughs> uh yeah i think that's my biggest uh, reservation when it comes to religion like i'm for the community i'm for like you know giving people sure. hope and all that but the authority I, I yeah. just like as well um i went to catholic school k-8 and my, yeah i'm filipino some of my folks are super into like of go to catholic school you're gonna be a good person um yeah. So yeah. Nino on the, on the uh, oh.
1: dresser, yeah. We
0: got the altar, man. We got the altar for sure. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, I'm not knocking, knocking my folks for that at all. No, of uh, course. One thing I do appreciate about them is that they, they've kind of, like, they've seen how I've created my own kind of spirituality. And, yeah. you know, they, they've they been open to it. You know, it's not something that they hate or, like, tried to change me. So it's, it's interesting to see that they're, they're open to at least like maybe it, it, it their way isn't the only way you know yeah um, which is pretty cool but yeah man spirituality is my my spirit at least is a is very universal you know and like well all right let's say you don't believe in god but uh yeah. any any thoughts about the afterlife <laughs> is there anything after this i mean
1: <laughs> me i don't know man i used to I, when I was younger, I I dug the concept of reincarnation. Um, as I've gotten older, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Mm. But I do think that I do think that like whatever's after this is not necessarily for us, for the people who've passed. I think that what is what the afterlife ultimately is, is it's something for the living. You know, it's something for for the living to be all like you know, all my my grandpa passed, say, and uh, I know he's up there, I know he's looking down on me, and he's watching over me, and I think that's a really beautiful sentiment. You know, I don't I don't know that I agree with it. I don't know that I believe it. But I also think that kind of like you were saying, you know, whatever, whatever gives people hope, you know, especially now, especially <laughs> right now, like whatever gives people hope and whatever gives people the courage they need to get through is the most important thing.
0: Gotcha. I oh guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm still very undecided on, on afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, I had this this one of my questions, I don't think we're gonna get to it so I can let you know. Um, yeah, please. Which is you I, I had to ask this question to my coworkers and it was, Do you think we're all one or we're all individuals? And then mm-hmm. and then my boss I really respect him saying this, but he's like, I think we're individuals now, waiting to become one again. And I was like, Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like That's the best answer you could give. <laughs>
0: Yeah man And uh, I was like Yeah man Like And I didn't know him that well So when he answered yeah. it that way I was like Respect level Went up there I'm like Yeah for sure I, I hear you bro But yeah uh, Just a heads up man We have about 10 minutes left Oh shit podcast. okay Just want to thank you again For stopping by I hope you're having fun I,
1: I am This is This is really lovely Thank you so much For the opportunity too Chill man for
0: sure um, And then So before we get to the Close out uh, the closed, like, Oh the final stretch I, oh, say yeah. what I was saying but Before the final stretch I got this little exercise for you Since it's a meditation I think you might yeah. appreciate this It's called the 34th mantra um, okay. And I have these fill in the blanks for you The, the, okay. phrase, the phrase is I am I can I will so it's, I am blank I can blank I will blank
1: How would you fill that in for yourself? Wow I like that um i am i can I will that's it, yeah mm-hmm okay. i am I am good enough I can. I can survive this. I will thrive. Show, man. That was
0: pretty powerful. And, uh, you know, I hope one day, if you ever need a reminder, you got, you got this little sound bite of yourself. I got
1: this. I got this sound bite. I got to say it. Man. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making yeah. my ringtone. <laughs> alarm.
0: Alarm clock. You know, I yeah. go to... <laughs> But yeah man Thank, thank you for, uh, for, for Participating <laughs> My pleasure My pleasure And uh Alright man We made it to the final stretch Here uh, we are I'd like to Start off with A question from my previous guest So shout out to Miguel Thank you for your question And His question for you Is If there was a song That embodies your spirit Which one would it be?
1: Damn Um Shit. What would it be that's a really good question because there's so much music and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, um you know what I'm gonna go with a song that means a lot to me um I don't know I don't know if I would say it fully embodies who I am because I think it's a lot gentler than I am as a person but uh the rainbow connection rainbow Connection. rainbow connection specifically by Kermit the Frog 1979 77, my bad, 77 Muppet movie
0: Oh, this was from the Muppet movie? Yeah yeah.
1: Opening song of the Muppet movie It is reliably one of Ever since I saw the film It is reliably one of the One of the five moments in the movie That makes me weep like a child And what I love about it so much Is that it is just The entire film's a love letter to artists And to artistry and that first song is just about connection as an artist, not mm-hmm. only to the craft, but to yourself and to the people you want to connect to. This is the Muppet movie? That's the Muppet movie.
0: Oh, man, I've been sleeping on it, bro. I got to Yeah,
1: bro. You got to get on it.
0: got to check it out with with adult eyes, too. You know, I feel yeah. Like
1: with you- the original, the original Muppet movies, like the first one, especially is just damn, it, it hits hard it hits different as an adult and it hits different as an adult in the arts but like the lyrics and the music are just masterworks by everyone involved it's clearly a project of passion and like it is it is for sure a movie a lot of people slept on
0: i know man well thank thank you for sharing i'm gonna i'm gonna have to show that to the kids i know you know like maybe they get something out of it too uh and then my my second question for you in the final stretch is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes out to 34 questions? Ooh.
1: What do you want your legacy to be? Hmm.
0: These are one of those questions where, like, I think it's one of those things where if you had asked me five years ago, I would think I knew. And then five oh, yeah. years later, you're like, oh, I never really... I didn't really know.
1: <laughs> for real, I don't know, man. That's why I ask people. I don't, I don't fucking know.
0: Word, man. Word. Uh, well, if you don't mind me asking, yeah, what do you think your legacy is now, up to now?
1: <sighs> up to now, I... I don't know, for sure. But I can say that, like... It has been, especially through teaching, you know, every class I ever do, ever, ever, ever with voiceover, especially with voiceover, because acting is such a weird, vulnerable, personal place. The first thing I say to any class is like, hey, just so you guys know, I want to make this as safe a space as possible for you to try anything and fail spectacularly, because you're gonna, and it's better. You do it here and you do it elsewhere and in order to do that, I just want all of you to acknowledge that we are here to support each other, to look after each other, to bring each other up, and to make sure that we got each other's backs. Are we all cool with that? And of course, they all usually say yes. But I think I would like, not just as like a performer, but as a person, that my legacy be one of allowing people a safe space to be Mm. I got you man yeah I
0: I just met you and I I think you're doing that so thank you good first impression (laughs) I try I try (laughs) and uh man my my last question for you the question that ties everything together 100 200 years from now whenever you have your descendants watching this video what would you like to tell them Mm.
1: Be undeniable in who you are, in what you want to do, and in in everything you strive to be. Mm. Yeah.
0: Any uh any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here?
1: Nah, no, man, it's been it's been a real pleasure. I so often I get brought onto podcasts to talk about like, you know, cartoons or voiceover or video games or whatever. And it's really nice to just get to be fucking real and candid. So I appreciate it a lot. And I want to, mad respect to you, man.
0: Oh, man, I appreciate the kind words. um, And I'm glad you felt like that was the energy we're getting. Because that's exactly what the thing is all about. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, it's hard for me. I have guests that come on and, you know, I'm not sure if, I almost don't want anyone to kind of say what their occupation is because I feel like there's sure. already some assumption or judgment based around that but also you know that is who you are a part of you so you know like it's very tricky I still haven't figured it out yet um, but, yeah Yeah. thank you for, for coming on thank you for sharing your story sharing your perspectives man it's been, it's been my pleasure uh, to have you on and hopefully you know the people in your life can find this valuable or you know maybe one day uh, they'll, they'll find it valuable but yeah, so thank you. I want to thank all the folks out there. Check it out, on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're checking it out. I appreciate y'all as well. Uh, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time on Thirty Four Questions. Peace. Peace out. Uh. All right, man. That's that was- and then.